0: Hello everyone, I'm Trent Lewis. Welcome to another edition of Rural Route, the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway, and what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between food production and food consumption. It's a Monday that means that uh, White Pine County rancher Hank Vogler checking in, fuming about something. What's going on in White Pine County today? Same old, same old, you know.
1: As long as your ox is not being gored, everybody's sound asleep. Uh, <laughs> Where the Nevada Wool Growers and Western Range is being sued by a dead man, and it's at the Supreme Court level. There's a good one. Uh, claims How does that mean, work? I, I don't know. I would think... Uh, the guy's been dead for over a year. You would think that the lawyers would have to, you know, maybe they got him in the freezer or something.
0: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so you you, t- you tell me that one works. There's the problem. We have the attorneys are the problem. Here's a dead guy. Really no reason to pursue anything. But, you know, these attorneys are going to continue to push the the envelope yep
1: yep that we're abusing them we're not taking care of them we don't pay them enough you know you name it uh so if they get all their wishes come true then all the other people that have come here on the h2a program are done they've just about got california i think uh not counting the board and room and all the transportation and all the other costs uh california's got them up to four thousand dollars a month uh, to her chief, and uh you know there's and it's supposedly a temporary position so they can bring people in uh, americans who want that job and mm-hmm. and we basically are supposed to lay them off or do something if in the event that an american wants the job uh, how, how long is that the list? last
0: 50 years of I... people who want the job
1: oh just but Bus loads every day show up here. I tell you, you got to score. I got a Dodge gate out in front of the house, sorting up, you know, the ones that, you bet, you bet. But if you put an application in for an H 2A worker and somebody from America, the you know, the last gentleman, I don't know if that was 10 or 15 years ago that showed up here with credentials, American, he is on his way to Arizona and he knew that I had to pay, you know, uh, to come here, I had to pay his board, you know, his his transportation and his and his food to get from Madras, Oregon, to here. Uh, he said he had to run into town and get some stuff. Went over Shelburne was open in those days. Cashed my check, and uh, uh, Lyman asked him where he headed. He said Arizona.
0: <laughs> so he knew how to get to Arizona. I can't uh, believe his, uh, I can't believe in the day that the, the guy there at Shelburne went and call you and say, Hey Hank, I just cashed a uh, check. What what's going on with this?
1: Well, because I had other employees here that uh cash checks there too. Yeah. So yeah, I mean he knew it the was check was just another good, day for him. Yeah, he knew the check was good. The guy uh asked him you know, will you take this check? He said, yeah. And, and Lyman did call me. He said, uh, and, and Lyman didn't know either. He didn't, tell, you know, they <laughs> thought maybe the guy had quit. He, did, he had
0: no idea. Right. Well, so, uh, what can you do? Here's what's most perplexing about the situation that we find ourselves in now with 6 million illegals in this country. Just in, I mean, just this, what last few months, uh, there's still I still run into people Hank that think that they're going to be a viable part of our workforce. People tell me, "Oh, but Trent, these are the people who come in here to do the work. That they're not the H2As. They're not the original people who came in this country illegally to work. These people are coming for a free ride or worse." And it seems like it's just really hard to get that to sink into some heads. Well,
1: during the second world war they called it the bracero program and thousands of people came from mexico to take the jobs because the men are uh, fighting age men and unskilled men or whatever young people were mm-hmm. in the armed services and everybody was with the war effort so yeah and we needed people to to uh, herd sheep to take care of things to harvest crops everything and that was you know uh, my grandfather had 25 agricultural farm deferrals uh or whatever you call them you know he he could he could take, keep up to 25 men uh out of the war for agricultural purposes but we needed the people okay that doesn't make them citizens you got to start at the you know at the, with the head of the snake kicking the snake in the butt only makes it mad we've got to start immediately with you've got to be a citizen to vote. You have to have voter ID. Now, maybe that'll be uncomfortable for some 98-year-old woman that somebody's harvesting her ballot in a nursing home and and helping her put her X on uh, the ballot for the candidate. You know, how about about our, you know what we're doing in this country, right here in downtown River City this week? No. I got my mail-in ballot right here
0: nobody's on it that's still in there running um, what in the world ryan, is the, ryan binkley on that ballot
1: uh, let me see that's that's for something else let me see i got a ballot
0: here i had it because i don't to you. i know you're, you're, you're gonna have to explain to me what's going on in nevada i see that this week you have a presidential pref, uh, preferred Preferred presidential primary, but then you have a primary later in the year. Right, well, what, what what exactly is going on? Right.
1: Well, I guess it's to eliminate anybody that wants to be. Uh, here's the Democratic sample ballot. Okay. Oh, Joe's on it. Cornejo is on it. Crystal is on Crystal Rock is on it. Fouts, Haywood, Leon, Lozada, Lyons, Palmer, Perez, Picard, Press. Prescott, Williamson, and none of these candidates. That's the Democrat. Republican, Castro, John Anthony, Fulkerson, Hale, Heath, V, Haley. Oh, Nikki Haley's on here. The the rhino Republican mm-hmm. representative to put Trump out of the business. Donald, the harness. Mike Pence is on here. Oh, boy. Boy, there's a candidate. And but Tim Scott. I knew there's, you a, had, there's a pretty legitimate I knew you candidate. had
0: three people who had legitimately said they were out of the race on your... Because I actually went and looked at the ballot. But is not on uh, there.
1: Only two. Uh, but there's only two on here that's, that's stepped out. Haley's still in here.
0: Okay. But Binkley's not on the ballot.
1: No. But that's the preference. Okay. That's the preferential ballot. But what is well, that? I thought the Republican.
0: What's a preferential ballot? Well, that's, that's not something- the primary.
1: Okay, our our uh, state representatives are very strong to the Democratic Party. Imagine that with Clark County and all mm-hmm. the, you know, you go get your driver's license, you can go register to vote same day and use your driver's license as a form of identification even though your name might be comrade lenin it doesn't matter um you got a driver's license comrade you know so you can go register to vote and they don't ask any questions so democrat party controls our assembly and our senate they come up with this idea somehow i'm sure to uh, blow a hole in uh, mr trump's shorts if they could i don't know why but uh or something Something to me, it's got to be nefarious. It doesn't make any sense. You've so, never done it before, no, first time. This is first one out of the box. And the Republicans said, "Okay, wait a minute, this isn't right. We'll have caucuses like we did in the old days, and the caucuses were everybody goes to uh, Shelburne, uh, everybody yep. goes to uh, Curry. Where yep. no Curries in Elkhart? Well, you can go there. All right." And you go in there, and somebody that represents the Republican Party or the Democrat Party says, "Okay, everybody over here that wants that uh, uh, wants to hear about uh, Alfred E. Newman, what may worry? He's our candidate. Uh, everybody wants to be Joe Biden over here." And so you caucus, and to get in the door, you have to show ID. Imagine that—you have to show that you're a registered voter. You're on the voter rolls, you sign a piece of paper, whatever, and you go to that corner or wherever. And then after you caucus, guy gets up and says, I the reason we ought to vote for Trent Luce is because he has the
0: coolest flat
1: hat we've ever seen.
0: Right. What and an ever. Yeah. And with that, we'll and, pick and, it up and we come back with a second leg of the journey roll out. More Hank Googler after this. Let's talk about entertainment. Cowboy Entertainer of the Year, Greg Hager, who happened to be performing at shows in Phoenix over the weekend. I was going to talk to him, and he was too busy too busy for me. That's a good thing. We want him to be too busy, but not too busy to come to your event. GregHager.com. Let's bring the grassroots of America back to the forefront. A belief in God and country, and Greg Hager embodies that in every single thing he does. Writes everything he records, he sings it, and he will make you think about heart and soul of America. GregHager.com. Welcome back. Trent Luce alongside Hank Vogler as we're kicking through the Monday, the first Monday of February for Hank and I together. You know, the last thing I want to talk about is elections, but this thing is a mess. And not only is your ballot that you are going to mail in a disaster. Uh, I just had a conversation with Ryan Binkley yesterday. In fact, I sent you loose tales that aired earlier today. He's campaigning. He's out there. He's not even on the ballot. Meanwhile you have all you have had three states that narrowed the Republican list down to maybe three people and not uh, how many states do we have in this country like 50 47 have no say in what's going on with it in the pr- primary the thing is a disaster and a railroading from the get-go when are people gonna say yep. enough of this already
1: well, you know, and stand up for it. But it, you know, we we still have so many people embedded in the system, Democrat and Republican, that have uh, made a fortune going to Washington D.C.
0: Mm-hmm. and you know,
1: and and uh, playing canasta at the club. You know, with Biff and Buffy, uh, we have uh, we have a whole bunch of deplorable, unwashed uh, clinging to our guns and Bibles that got kicked out of the Democratic Party 30 years ago, and we'd like to have a voice, but we're not street fighters. We let the Democrats, who uh, you know have convinced, even though they were the party of the Civil War, uh, and, and the parties of discrimination, it was Republicans that passed the, the Bill of Rights uh, for the uh, African Americans, not one Republican or Democrat voted for it, but they've convinced them. They're street fighters. They'll do anything to have power. And we're sitting around, you know. Oh, yes, I'm, I, uh, I took two strokes of my game. I did say the croquet tournament's about to start. I mean, what the? We're streets. We got to get in a fight with them. We got to get out in the street and do it. We, messing around with this crap is, is not working. So here it is. So the day after, the 7th, I think, is Wednesday. That's the day you're supposed to have your ballot in. Mm. I asked the county clerk. She is as mad as a wet hand just because of all this junk. And I said, well, what if I wrote in my candidate and put a circle by it, even though he's not on this preferential ballot? No, she says, "I I can't count those. It's none of the above. It's the only thing you can vote for or one of the candidates. Okay, so now the next day, we're going to caucus. We're going to drive into Ely. I'm going to get with my daughter. We're going to go to the caucus with all the other people and vote our candidate of choice. Then if that wins because the Republicans say, this is what we prefer, is this system, then I guess it was to discourage people from going to the caucuses because you have to, be there in person. You can't. There's no mail-in caucus. So maybe they thought that would cripple the party. I don't know. And, but and isn't it, that in May? The 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 primary is. Yeah. But who gets to be on the ballot is going to be chosen by the First, the preferential ballot will be counted, and some. And I promise you, I don't think Donald Trump will win because he's not even on it, and you can't write him in. If that's who people want, then the next day we go to caucus, we will inform the secretary of state or whoever counts the ballots or whatever, that this is the candidate that won our caucus, you know, this is the one we want on the ballot. And I assume that person will put that person's name on. They might not even put him on the primary ballot. Or anybody's
0: name, other it, it, than the ones that are in the preferential ballot. It can't be like, a him. Are you kind of following it, me here? Uh, yeah, I'm following it. It can't be a him because the only one that's on your preferential ballot that's even in the primary race is Nikki Haley. She's the only one. It's like she's by default. That's what Nevada has chosen. I, they want you to do. I, hey, I didn't get
1: to choose. I My ballot's laying right here. And it, it will be laying right here come Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But I will be at the caucus with the rest of the Republican Party. And hopefully there'll be people that'll show up there that are uh, as perplexed about this mess as I am. And then if we choose and the, and the Republican Party, and who knows, may, maybe they, you know, we, maybe we still have the old guard in there. That you know want to line their pockets with gold and 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 uh, uh, keep us you know crazy people out of the deal and and not fight just don't fight you know let the Democrats lead and we'll sack up the money I I don't know it's nuts then whoever if he would get our candidates, whoever wins the caucus on the primary ballot I think that's in May.
0: Yeah, I think it's May fifteenth. Yeah. I looked it up yet, May fifteenth okay. or seventeenth, because I went to the Secretary of State website when I heard about this nonsense of this preferential presidential primary. But we didn't get to choose them. Yeah, I'm. Aware. I don't know who.
1: I don't know who put their names up, and and I don't know why. Say Donald Trump, or or uh,
0: your man didn't get on there either. The guy no. that you interviewed, no, Ryan Binkley's not listed on there, and he's in Nevada all week. And you can't yep. even write him in. Nope. If you write him in, it voids your ballot.
1: <laughs> Welcome to America, I mean, comrade.
0: I think everybody knows <laughs> I'm no longer a Trump supporter in any way, shape, or form. But it's definitely not right that he's not included in the primary, preferential primary ballot. And you don't I even, don't even know why you have a preferential primary ballot. It's just control. There's no control of the people. We have to take the control back. Right. And in order to do
1: that, and I know you probably will disagree with me, and that's fine. That's what the republic is all about, is at the end of the day, we have to set our particular preferences aside, and we have to have one goal in common, and that Mm -hmm. is to defeat the Democrats. And even if it's not, you got to choke it down. We Willie Winky got elected twice with H Ross Perot. Uh, We already have Nikki Haley, obviously a third candidate. We have Joe Manchin as a third party candidate. Uh, We have Robert F Kennedy as a third candidate. So uh, if they hurt enough people in the middle or some libertarian or some uh, uh, nonpartisan or whatever they call themselves, uh, I slipped the word there but anyhow uh, they they don't vote in the primaries so they don't have any choice but they vote in the general election so they scatter the ballots around they only have to defeat Mr. Trump in a few states mm. and we got Joe Biden again well won't that be wonderful or, <laughs> 10 or million people walk across the border and now it'll be 20
0: or his successor and they're not gonna who take everyone jobs. believes they're will be Michelle Obama
1: okay yeah fine
0: if yeah. that's what you want that's what you well that won't be any get. better
1: no but if we don't and maybe trump's coattails to be long enough that we'll get some conservative people well uh you can fall out of bed with some of the people that have gone back there as conservatives they get to washington dc they get potomac fever uh they 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 you know dc stands for desires cash the mm-hmm. only thing that has changed is you have to run it through your third cousin twice removed that knows the guy <laughs> at the gas station over by the by the supermarket yeah that
0: uh has a, a llc okay so <laughs> one question before i go to this halftime break we both agree and anybody who's a logical thinking person knows the 2020 election was rigged, not only at the presidential level, but all throughout the, the entire ballot process. Agreed? Yep. And what Thought has changed? Firsthand. And what has changed that's going to generate any different, more authentic authentic results in 2024? What's one thing that's changed? Well, uh
1: Basically nothing other than that we have now a preferential primary. Uh, <laughs> does it doesn't list great. all
0: the candidates are in. It just gives you one to pick from. You want this one or none of the above, huh? <laughs> Welcome, America, comrade. <laughs> we got to go to a break. Yeah, that pretty much summarizes it. Hank Bugler, we'll take a break. Second half of Roll Route just ahead. Well, in today's world, many people are talking about nitric oxide as a part of healthy living. But Dr. Nathan Bryan steps in here because how do we know the difference between one nitric oxide supplement and another one, Nathan?
1: Well, there's several things you look for. Is the, the people that are, that are that formulated or backing that product ever published a paper in the nitric oxide literature. Do they know anything about the basic enzymology and biochemistry of nitric oxide? Because here's what people do. Put a lot of ingredients in a bag or in a capsule and call it nitric oxide. You have to understand how the human body makes nitric oxide. You got to understand what goes wrong and people that can't make it. And then you got to pro- provide product technology that actually fixes the reason you can't make nitric oxide. If you're low in testosterone, you don't give precursors or things because you've lost the ability to produce testosterone. What do you do? You actually give the actual molecules. Same thing with women with hormone replacement.
0: Full details and order the product at n02u.com. That's no o number two letter u.com. Put Trend as your coupon code, and I pay the shipping. Wait a minute. That's not good. Be a nice time to remind you that another part of healthy living is beef and your diet on a daily basis. Georgia Eid has a Dr. Georgia Eid has a new book out talking about how essential beef and your diet daily is for brain health. Get more details at cpbeef.com. Welcome back. Trent Lewis alongside Hank Vogler, second half roll route, as we've now solved all of the dilemmas with the voting process. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. (laughs) Well, I'm going to want to chat with you while you're at this caucus on Thursday. I think this is going to be interesting. Okay. And you know what?
1: Uh, If I get a chance to speak, I'm going to say, please vote for the person that you wish to have as your presidential candidate or whatever. But as soon as the ballots are counted, whoever won, if we're gonna defeat the people that are trying to destroy our country, we have to unite behind one person that wins this caucus and go on from there. And if we can do that across Nevada, which was a purple state now, and rather than red, it was blue before, maybe it will make a difference and maybe the coattails will be long enough that maybe Sam Brown will get in for in the Senate uh, rather than Jackie Rosen. Uh, maybe we'll get somebody from, you know, who knows what we can do. But but by fracturing and splintering, because I'm a rock rib Republican, and, and I'm a Rhino Republican and I'm a this or that and I won't vote for that dirty bugger because he does stupid things. Well, okay, I think all of them have done a few stupid things, but if you're a Democrat, it doesn't matter <laughs> you know, so uh, uh,
0: I mean I, I still don't understand this so, I, I understand you do the the caucus this week. All the people in the Republican primary aren't even on your list to caucus for and you're going to select the right. person to be the Republican nominee for the state of Nevada. Why then are you having a primary? Who's running in the primary? Because you're going to decide it with the caucus this week. I don't understand the, any thought process here at all.
1: You're not supposed to understand this. This is above <laughs> your grade level.
0: <laughs> Clearly that yeah. is a truest statement <laughs> of the day right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey,
1: you wanna have some fun? You wanna talk about agriculture? The Supreme Court of the state of Nevada just ruled that the underground water and the above ground water are interconnected. So the state engineer, because most of the water in the state does not run interstate, mm-hmm. has to be settled by the watermaster, i.e., the state engineer. Well, okay, now who do you think can elect, reject? Destroy, replace the state engineer. Hmm, let me think. Let me think. Would that be lost wages, Nevada?
0: Hmm.
1: Do you think they could rule over a governor and say, Governor, can this guy's not doing what we're asking him? Oh, and we got another little sweetheart deal going on out here. Uh, Mr. Luce, that uh, alfalfa fields you got there in Diamond Valley. Well, we over-appropriated our state engineer. Gave way too many water rights, uh, and uh, the water tables only dropped two or three hundred feet. And it's no longer economical for you to pump. So, rather than the fact that all these other people had water rights prior to yours, we're not going to shut you off, but we'll buy you out. We'll retire your water rights for the good of the aquifer. So the <laughs> so the state won't step up and do their job first in time, first in right. They're going to put appropriate money, I guess, and I don't know where the money's coming from, I assume the state, to retire water rights in these valleys. You do realize that back in the 60s when I was in college, the desert land entry, half of the people that wound up out here came from Texas. Texas. Lyndon Baines Johnson was a friend of probably Alan Bible or Walter Baring or whoever represented Nevada at the time, and they didn't care. All they wanted to do is they saw the writing on the wall that they had to get rid of as much federal land as they could with the desert land entry. And with the desert land entry, you applied for a piece of dirt, you made application, then you drilled a well. If you had enough water to irrigate that 200 acres, 500, whatever it was, you could apply for it and get title to that land. And they did it in every one of these valleys. And they're now all in negative recharge. Imagine that. But nobody said, whoa, nobody said, and now nobody said the last guy in is the first guy out. Just like our pump storage hole in the wall. gang. I ask them, you're the last guy in. Are you going to go
0: ahead? Finish your thought. Now
1: like well, oh just they're the last people in and they want thirty five hundred acre feet of water they're going to dry up a whole bunch of private wells private irrigation all of this stuff and I asked him I said okay you're the last guy in so you'd be the first guy out you're willing to shut this project down if the water table drops some more and and you do affect the wells out in in, in Stepto Valley and across Timbers house wells. Guy looked at me like I was from another planet. He said, we got federal water rights. I said, no, you don't. Steptoe Valley Water does not run interstate. Ask wife, Heaven, yeah, who beat the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and and, and wound up being destroyed. Yeah. Oh. But okay. who's got a million dollars to go to the Supreme Court to say nanner, nanner, nanner?
0: A dead guy. <laughs> A dead guy who's right. probably using his insurance, <laughs> life insurance money.
1: Give the man a cigar. Yeah. Give the man a cigar. Okay, so
0: all of a sudden now, I'm seeing a lot of a, a buzz again about the, the Ogallala. Because whatever the aquifer, you know, the Ogallala is supposedly the largest underground body of water in the world. And for 20 years, we heard every day, we're depleting Ogallala. We're depleting the Ogallala. I don't have any evidence that we're depleting the Ogallala. I have none. And they can tell you that there's a negative charge to Steptoe Valley or what the other valley you mentioned. How do we know that that's true? What we do know well, is that you have friend, Las Vegas friend, stealing water from the landowners of northern parts of Nevada. We know that for a fact. But we don't know what the actual water level is, do we?
1: Well, yeah. Uh, when my friend graduated with me in college in 1971, uh, his family went on a desert land entry to Diamond Valley. Mm-hmm. And the water table is about 150 feet. Uh, I'm told right now it's 500 feet.
0: No, that's a big deal. Uh,
1: right here in Steptoe Valley, the local well drillers has been drilling wells for 50 years. The golf course well, Used to run 220 gallons a minute artesian. Now mm-hmm. we've had mine dewatering, also we have pinion and juniper that has come off of the tops of the mountains, and we've had agriculture and culinary adjudications in the last 50 years, but somehow now the water table is down to 150 feet, as is. So it's there's there's a the documented drop in that water table. So yeah, and if uh, like. Coyote Springs, I think they said they had 25 or 30,000 acre feet of water. Well, come to find out, the big muddy river coming out of part of Utah, it, it was affecting it. They cut it back to 8,000. Well, now, I guess that everybody's going to sue over that, but they can't prove that there's an the amount of water. Uh, Coyote Springs, years ago, sold half of the water rights. I think they paid $23 million for the 40,000 or 50,000 acres that were supposed to go back to the federal government after they got through testing rockets out there. And somehow, uh, Harry Reid's best friend, Harvey Winterbor, wound up with the property. He paid $23 million for the property and uh, he sold half of the water rights to Las Vegas for $25 million. Uh, then he kind of messed up real bad and spent a lot of money. And anyhow, became a federal witness and of course we don't hear about him anymore but now he's back and i don't know just welcome welcome to nevada you think you're gambling we gamble big time
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's not even funny anymore but it's still no it isn't it's it's
1: it's insane yeah but who do you if they put the, the hole in the wall gang and they put the the hydropower or whatever it is, pump the water up the hill, down the hill, around the hill, over the hill. Uh and the the and 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 my daughter, other people have wells for culinary purposes. There's alfalfa fields right below where they're gonna do this. Uh and there's people that work for the federal government that are out there. Who also they're gonna come to the county commission. My well went dry. Well, call yeah. the state. The state engineers are going to say, I'll get back to you. Well, you, th- you th- are they going to call up these people and say, shut your project down. You're pulling the aquifer down. You're first in time, first in right. You're the last guy in. Oh, but we got those water rights from the county. Well, okay. So the county uh, needs the water for what? oh industrial oh so okay okay then i mean it's <laughs> i'm afraid i'm afraid to check the mailbox i'm afraid there's going to be a
0: dead fish in there in a in a newspaper you know <laughs> do you have a uh, county commission meeting this week no next week oh that'll make it even better yes it will mm. right after
1: the preferential treatment i imagine <laughs> i imagine Nicole Nicole would probably whip everybody on the council, beat them up and throw them out for being stupid or whatever. I mean, why does White Point County have to put up with this crap? And what has the state got to do with the Republican Party? They're supposed to kind of monitor the elections. But the Republican Party, the Democrat Party, the Green Party, the Blue Party, the party of the party in the first part of the second part, they, they, they're the ones that put up their candidates and they should call Nicole up and say, Nicole, Trent Luce, we want him on the ballot. He's uh, he, he, to run in Nevada. He's a resident of Nevada. Put him on there. And maybe there's some sort of a minimum. You, you have to have at least 5,000 signatures. I think some states are that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's got to be a minimum standard. But put him on the ballot. And then yeah. the primary in May, we sort the wheat from the chaff or whatever. This is the most of the people, you know, they want Mitt Romney now that he's quit over in Utah. You know, he doesn't move over here. He was so handy over there. I, yeah, they, I mean, just
0: they fired him, it, by the what way. The
1: word? Nobody it's, should be dealing with this stuff.
0: Roll out last segment after this. Hey, it's coming up. Simpson Farm Enterprises is going to have five events in the month of February. February 6th, tomorrow. Tomorrow, Great uh, Grand Island. February 13th, these all start at 9 o'clock, by the way. February 13th, Great Bend, Kansas. February 14th, Ransom, Kansas. I'll be at the two in Kansas. And these are educational seminars about the Apache Sprayer Technology You learn more how to get that done. And I talked to Tyler with High Plains Apache. Got a meeting uh, planning. I'm uh, planning to attend with them in the month of March. Stay tuned to all of the newest development in spraying technology from Apache Sprayer, Simpsonfarm.com. Welcome back. Roller out. Trent Lewis alongside Hank Vogler checking in. Uh, I want to shift gears a little bit because I've been following pretty closely this atmospheric river that is uh, hitting California. It doesn't seem to be getting much attention at all. And yet there were uh, massive snows in the Sierra Nevadas with 100 mile an hour wind gust hurricane type activity wind. Uh, Los Angeles is expected to get six inches today. And I went back and studied this atmospheric river thing. 1861, The day after Christmas, 1861, through the next 43 days, which was like February 6th or wherever we're at, uh, it rained 60 inches in California. There are people predicting in this 30-day period, California could get 100 inches of precipitation. Are you in on any of that? I mean, you don't live that far from the Sierra Nevadas. What's happening at your place in regards to that? You know when the Lord flooded the earth?
1: You know the story of Noah. Yeah, I think White Pine County got an inch
0: (laughs) at that time. Well, there's, I mean, it's going south of us. It it's
1: going south of us. It's going to fill up. It's going to fill up Lake Mead. It's going to break a whole bunch of people's hearts about. Uh, the you know the the drought is coming. The global warming, the, the climate change, it's going to fill the lake up. I mean, most of it's going through Arizona, and then it's curling back up into Utah and into which a lot of that water runs into Lake Mead. But it's absolutely uh, it was supposed to you know the mother of all storms supposed to have been here yesterday. Well, the mother of all storms supposed to be here last night. Well, the mother of all storms supposed to be here today. And then you look at the local weather news, and it says possibly one inch of snow we're hauling water first time in the month of january we have had to haul water mm. to the sheep snow is you know so it's not universal now maybe i'll be wrong tomorrow or the next day but by by uh, wednesday or thursday maybe they're cloud seeding. Maybe Nevada's paying for cloud seeding so nobody can go to the
0: caucus. Yeah, go they're going to prevent the preferential treatment of the, pro- of the caucus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So how much do you know about the that massive flooding event of 1861, 1862? Uh It filled up
1: uh, Winnemucca Lake. Before the Newlands Project, which was like 1903, the water that came down the Truckee River and off of the Sierras Ran into Pyramid Lake, and then the overflow out of Pyramid Lake was into Winnemucca Lake, which, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know if that was the same amount of water or later on in the 30s or something. Or, but they, during the prohibition, which started, I guess, in 1919, uh, they had a paddle boat out there on that on the Winnemucca Lake and in Pyramid Lake. They used to paddle around out there. I don't think they could do it on Pyramid, I think it was the Indian reservation. Even then. So they went over into Winnemucca Lake and you know you could uh, go for a, a day tour, an overnight tour and, and drink whiskey and chase girls or whatever. But it was kind of a floating barge, I guess. And, and I guess that piece of uh, history is when the ground out there in Winnemucca Lake, and of course, Winnemucca Lake is now dry, part of that is because they had with the Newlands projects, They have the Derby Dam that took the water through uh, Fernley and then on into Lake Lahontan and then combined that with Carson River, which irrigated the the very first uh, Bureau of Reclamation project uh, in the United States from Senator Newlands from Mm. Nevada. He got the first one going. So So. Winnemucca Lake has been dry for years. So now maybe it'll fill up
0: What I I found interesting about that 1861-1862 flood was that the estimated population of California for people was 500,000 at the time. Thousands of people died. The third of all farms were washed away. And the cattle population in 1862 in California was 800,000. There were 300,000 more cows than people, and a third of all cattle died, drowning, uh, disease, or but flat wiped out one third of the cattle population. That's Well, fascinating. I statistics. understand
1: already with what rain has fallen that the Delta schmelt is now in Japan. It went right by Hawaii <laughs> and, and we got to stop that. We got to, I mean, we got to tear down Sacramento and, and Stockton and everything so we can fix that Delta schmelt. And if any of them can migrate back that they'll be saved, you know, why did they put in the Central Valley irrigation project? They had 365 day frost free country to the south. The uh, innovators took the water from the north and made the breadbasket of the world. Uh, and but now we gotta save the Delta Schmelty. So I mean, okay, ninety five percent of all the animals ever discovered on Earth were extinct. Yeah. before modern agriculture. Yeah. So, okay. But you can stir the people up. And until somebody in the state of Nevada in Clark County gets stirred up enough over what they're doing and votes out the, the, the gimmicks and, and, you know, writes the ship of state. I don't know. Uh, we have the largest, the largest second largest, uh, illegal immigration prop. uh, People in Las Vegas, uh, they've been there for years. Uh, There's 30 million of them that were here before Biden opened the border. So, okay, doesn't make them citizens. Give them a, them a, a right to work, not a right to welfare, not a right to bring all your extended family with you and get them on welfare and abundant housing, abundant food and all the freebies. They can get those minimum jobs. They're not going to go to work for Apple Computer as the CFO. They have to do like everybody else did when they got here. And if they want to travel back to their home country after they've made some money here, if our money's more valuable than the rupee in India or the yuan in China or whatever, let them go home. You know, Genghis Khan had the biggest empire in the world, and the Ming Dynasty put three thousand miles in a hundred years of up to keep out the Mongolian hordes. And he did quite a job because now they say 0.5% of the world's population are directly related to Genghis Khan. Really? So evidently he was rather prolific. Yeah. So, I mean, this is not a new ballgame. But until your ox is being gored,
0: yeah. Everybody right.
1: wants to keep their head down. Oh, you know, don't bother me. I, it's not my problem. This water is not my problem. The people in Diamond Valley, it's their problem. But if you're Milt Thompson, whose who's springs dried up years ago, or the Sadler Brown place, whose springs, I looked at that place a long, long time ago, and the water was dropping, you know, back in the early 80s, and it's gone. I believe it, Sadler Brown is about out of water. Milt Thompson sued didn't get anywhere. Uh, you know, nobody wants to put their hand on the hot stove. You know, that's somebody else's problem. Well, until the grocery stores empty, uh, stay tuned. I guess I I don't know. Somebody's got to get mad enough to write the ship. They control education. They got everybody on welfare and and some sort of health program, uh, doctors, all this stuff. Uh, they control the elections. You know, just it Stalin said it a long time ago, lad, let them vote. Doesn't matter. Let them vote. It's who counts the votes that matter.
0: Yeah. So it's pretty clear to me that, you know, as long as you and I have been in this fight trying to bring awareness to the challenge of the public lands rancher, that uh, they know they being... The federal entities know they cannot run you out because you have constitutional property rights to be there. But this is a process of over a couple generations. They figured out the way to get rid of Hank Vogler is to eliminate access to water. And once your water's gone, you have no fight left. We're there now. You got it. You got it, Mister. And, and I want to also that? point out. For everyone who is listening and thinks that this is a public lands issue, it's not. Ask the people uh, in Colorado about access to water and growing food. Ask the people in any state, USA, about access to water and growing food. This is not just a public lands issue, but you have, you are. You said it the first day we joined on Roll Route, and it's still the true story. You are the canary in the coal mine. It's where they go test their theories on how to eliminate food producers. And there's so few of us left. You say, we got to have this water
1: for the cities, for the people. Okay. Well, okay, but what are the people going to eat? soy green? Mm-hmm. I mean... If you're in the back of the line and you starve to death, they feed you to the people in the front of the line. I mean, (laughs) you know, it's kind of like Trent. It's kind of like looking up your family tree. And then all of a sudden you realize there's a
0: whole bunch of squirrels living in it. I just got nowhere to go with that, but to say that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And every batch of squirrels needs plenty of nuts. And that, at the moment, is what they're feeding on. The people who are nuts. <laughs> Let's go squirrel hunting. We've successfully journeyed down the road, connecting food producers to food consumers. For Hank Vogler, I'm Trent Luce. Both of us reminding you, all roads do lead to a roll round. All right. All right, I- get over once again before i let you go and remind you that you don't need to go to the store we will deliver the tender beef to your door i'm talking about certified piedmontese the piedmontese breed naturally possesses the myostatin gene as two mutant copies of the myostatin gene which means it does not regulate muscle growth which means the muscle fibers grow very quickly and fine and are extremely tender that's the end result for you here's the other beneficial part of the certified piedmontese system these are great plains cattlemen working together to produce a supply of beef. The attacks on beef continue to be relentless. Another piece this past week in the New York Times completely ignoring their own science that they presented just recently about how beef in the diet daily is essential and the whole nonsense about cholesterol. People want to tie, have wanted to tie the negative aspects of so many important health foods like beef to cholesterol. And cholesterol is your friend. It's not your foe. Get the details from Dr. Nathan Bryan. He can walk you through that exactly how on cholesterol. But what I want to remind you about is that the ruminant animal is so vitally important to planet health and human health. We cannot be misled into not understanding that. And I will spend as much time as necessary to explain that beef Not only is it what's what's for dinner, it satisfies, all these other things. It is essential to have in your daily diet. CPBeef.com, certified Piedmontese. See you tomorrow from New York.